Black Women Voices. This is season four. We back, y'all. Make sure y'all stay locked in. Cause episode one is about to go down right about now. Black Woman Voices. My name oh my is God. Ann Edwards. Okay, okay, My name is Dr. Ann Edwards. Yes. I'm checking in for the first time as a doctor. Come oh, on. Man. You thought you was going to get away with just. I you know, did. <laughs> Not no? happening. Not happening. I am Dr. K, Dr. Kelly Dixon, and I'm checking in from North Kakalaka. And I'm Dr. Valerie, checking in in Kansas. Come on, Kansas. Come on, Kansas. We are, okay. I don't realize we are like in three distinct parts of the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. How dope is that? That's crazy. And we still haven't really been all in one place we have we actually yeah, have. Have. Oh, we have. have yep the care blame it on the pandemic blame it on the pandemic <laughs> the pandemonium uh, oh the panda bear we gotta the panda yeah, the yeah. pepperoni pizza yeah that's well because that's what i see before seasons though mm-hmm. that's like uh, what two years Wow. No, it's been, it has to have been longer than that. This has maybe been going on like three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We're still here. Raise your hand if you thought you was, we was going to be here for four seasons. I, I did know. I did not know either. <laughs> I did know. Listen, I'm excited that we're here, right? Like, yeah. I think, I think about like the, the awesome, you know, guests that we've had, the people that we've had the opportunity to meet and share their stories. And also the people that continue to be impacted by, you know, our shows, like that's really exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty dope. Um, and I used to look forward to going to conferences and linking up with people that have heard us. Uh, it's a little different now in this virtual space. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's always good to get that feedback from people that have listened to the podcast or just have talking to us individually about, you know, some different topics that we can put on the podcast, et cetera. So it's not just our thing. It's our community. Right. Uh, so that's the four seasons in. Four se- So, OK, tell the people what y'all been up to, what y'all been doing to drink about. <laughs> 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 Man, I guess I'll start. Um, nothing too new uh, with me, you know, still doing the assessment thing. I think the newest part about my life is that I now have a national uh, radio show. Um, Come on, radio show. Hey, everybody just pause. You know, <laughs> let me just replay it. Let me run it back how she said it. You know, I guess, you know, I have a... <laughs> national radio show like <laughs> damn 
You got to tell us what this is. Don't just yeah. oh, no, definitely a, a God moment. Uh, something that I never thought was, was coming my way, but I am the radio show host, uh, Disruptive Narrative Radio, uh, broadcasting through WDRB Media on iHeartRadio. Um, and so the, the basis of my show, 30-minute show every Saturday at uh, 7 p.m., and so the basis is to disrupt the narrative, a lot of things within our communities, Black communities, um, bringing on small business owners, independent music artists. So giving a space for those people that normally don't have a national exposure. And so that's, that's what I'm doing. And other than that, teaching, assessing, coaching, consulting. <laughs> have you been getting rest, sis? When do yes. you rest? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So one thing that I do is I put on my calendar relaxation time, like literally relax and put it on my calendar. And typically it's Thursday through Sunday. Um, and that way I spend most of my Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays doing a lot of work after five um, as it relates to my business and the radio show and et cetera. Uh, but typically it's Thursday through Sunday that I get the most relaxation. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Dr. Yeah. Valerie, what's your summer been like or break? Right. <laughs> well, uh, my goal was to, and I felt like, you know, God was calling me to do some writing about my experience as a doc student. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just could not get that together. I tried and I tried. And then there was a call that came out and I ended, and I had like four days to do it. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know, but you all know, like when you have that moment, like that internal, like if you don't do it, it ain't going to be done. Like it's just like burning, like the kind of acid reflux, if you will. Right. So I was like, well, God, listen, here, you listen, God, you better like, God, if this is you and this is what you want me to do, please help me to be able to get it done. And I got it done in three days um, and essentially writing about my experience as uh, kind of as a black woman doctoral student and the challenges and um and I submitted it well we shall see if it's accepted but the title is politics identity faith and the academic hazing of a black woman a scholarly personal narrative of a black woman doctoral student so I cannot wait yes And you know what? I did it all without naming her. Come on, somebody! Listen here now. You said you did it in three days. Three days. in three days. I almost ran around this room. Don't do that. Come on, don't get me started. And you know what? You know, the beautiful thing about it is that like God kept giving me insight in terms of it really wasn't about her. Now, also, I've been going to therapy really consistently. Praise God for a good therapist. But I discovered that it really, it wasn't so much about her as much as it was about the system that enabled her behavior to continue, that folks recognized and new stuff was going on and nobody was calling truth to power. Nobody was calling that out. And so that's some of the things I was kind of grappling with. And I was like, God, thank you for that. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't this negative thing. Like it was a thing that I was like, I got to speak it. And I got to talk about it. So that's what I worked on. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Hopefully, you know, that gets somewhere. 
Um, but just like working in classes and developing stuff and kind of excited for the new thing. I got some new glasses, so I'm pretty excited about those glasses. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's the little things, you know. A new perspective. <laughs> you know, they're green. They green. They got stars on them, you know. So, yeah, I'm just. Is green your favorite color? You know, I like blue. I like green. I like pink. I like hot pink. I don't know. I just wanted to try something out. And I was like, let me just match and wear a green dress too. Let's just bring it all together. Are, they're doing what they're, they're, they're as, as the people say, they're giving what they supposed to have gave. Look at that. Look at him. Look at him. He's worthy. <laughs> yeah, y'all gonna have to excuse Kofi. I guess he wanted to get on season four. Well, let Kofi be Kofi because he is a part of this team. Um, he's a part of these efforts. So I don't know. What did you do restful, Dr. V, over the summer? Anything restful? I think being intentional with therapy, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I had um, kind of some breakthrough moments, you know, to where I was like, I hadn't thought of things that way. And I, I sought out a Black woman therapist because- I tried and I tried to have somebody else. And I was like, you know, I don't want to have to explain what it's like to be a black woman in America. I want you to get it right. Like I like and understand that that's a layer to kind of how I'm situating these experiences and stuff. And so to me, that was the first time in like being intentional and going like I look forward to seeing her twice a month. And, you know, and it's just been like really, really great, you know, so that's kind of what I've been doing for me. I love therapy. I, I literally, I before we got on this call, I can't. I got off from my therapist. Like, <sighs> pray. Therapy is just an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing thing. So let me, and, and it's something that I've been doing not only all summer, but for the past at least eight years. And I first started off with a white woman, and she did. She was all right. I said, okay okay you know she did but but this but my new therapist she came through especially working on a dissertation and her being a doctor and you know and just her experience helped me you know and one of her favorite lines to me is like you're not gonna stress me out today because I would be like the world is falling and then I would come back the next time and be like oh I got that done and she was like in the moment stress yeah right um but that listen my summer was filled with doctoral I want to say (laughs) um but that was my big thing y'all y'all you all know they don't know but you know um this this summer was about getting that dissertation because I said I am not coming out of this panorama without getting this done and the panorama is still um going on but I was done and I made it on the deadline date I don't know if y'all knew that but the day that I defended was the last possible day to defend and get your decision in for an August graduation wow you want to do it come on come on so I defended my dissertation and I'm excited. I'm so, I'm so free. This is the freedom that I feel like I hear y'all speak of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, how do you feel? How does it feel? It mm. feels free. 
So immediately yeah. after I um, didn't finish the defense, I went away. I wanted some self-care. So I found there was a resort close to me and I went to that resort and I stayed in the room and I drank rum punch for a majority of the time. <laughs> but the rest of the time, I, um, I did some shopping and I, you know, you have to turn to your edits and, and get everything submitted to the grad school and stuff like that. So I did that. And that was like, that was what I needed. That was what I, I, I needed to finish. I cried like a baby. I got pictures of me crying. Other people to text me pictures of me crying. So it was, it was a, it was certainly a full circle moment. And it also made me realize like most probably from my, my first master's degree to this degree, it always happened after something. So when I got my first master's degree, my mom was in the hospital and mm. I went, it pushed me, propelled me to finish. And then the second degree, I started and finished after my father passed away. And then this degree, the, uh, my grandmother passed away and that propelled me to, to, to just go ahead and get it done. And so yeah. I was like, yeah, how I, I was done. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was my big thing for the summer. Um, and then I just, I just need to say thank you to my amazing co-hosts who just allowed me to put, first of all, allow my school, let me do a creative dissertation because I said, no, I think my friends gonna let me do it. They like me. They like me. <laughs> and so I appreciate you all allowing me to, um, publish the podcast from, from my dissertation on black women voices, because I just want to say that those young ladies, they were so excited. Wow. I'm talking, they were promoting their own stuff. They were like, listen oh, to my story. And you know, it just made me, it let me, it reassured me that black women voices, not only do they matter, but black, the black women of this next generation, they mm -hmm. want to tell their story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is so encouraging because I feel like we come from a place, especially as Black women, as Black people, but especially Black women where our voices were always silenced mm -hmm. or, you know, clipped in some way. And to have this generation like, nah, we want, no, tell it, put my face on the flyer. They wouldn't, they were like, we don't care. They wanted to be out there. And I, I, I thank those fearless women and I thank y'all for just allowing me to do it. And I ain't going to be sweating in the eyes with y'all. So I'm done. <laughs> you know, this is all of our platforms. So, it, you know. Yeah. Right. And I think, you know, when you think about the young generation or the generation that's coming up behind us, they, they are a lot more vocal, you know, given the times that what's going on in the world, it's kind of like they have to be vocal. Uh, we're not telling them to silence themselves because we know what it looks like to be silent. So we're, you know, eagering them on at times to do it as opposed to when we were, you know, kind of coming up, going through, we didn't hear a lot of, you know, use your voice, do that. You know, you didn't hear that a lot as, as compared to right now. So it, it's really dope to hear their voices, to allow them or not allow, but give them that space so that their voices can be heard because there are a lot of spaces where their voices still don't want to be heard. Um, so, you know, this is dope. And you, you know, and like, I gotta say, like just being able to like hear them, like share their truths, you know, and say like, these are some experiences that we've had, but like how important, how, how valuable that experience was, but then also having someone else hear that 
who's also coming up to know that it's possible to know that they're, yeah, you can experience all of these like challenges, but you can also see it on the other side. Like that's also what I found to be like really, really powerful of that moment. But then also just the openness that they felt like you totally created a space to where they felt comfortable. I mean, I think as, you know, as podcasters, as podcast sisters, we definitely, we always are trying to create spaces for folks to feel comfortable, but it was like so apparent that you created such a warm and inviting space for them to feel like, oh, then she's not going to judge me. Like I can actually say this. I can actually say that this is my thoughts and, and not be judged of that. And like, cause think about it. Like even within our processes, particularly within this doctoral world or master world or whatever, so much of that is like a judgment on your thought in this back and forth of, am I smart enough? Should I say that? Is this right? And going back and forth, but you literally created a space that was safe where that's not going to happen, where that didn't happen. So whatever happens with them academically after this, or decided that, you know, if they want to go forward and do whatever, they'll know that this was a space that could be possible because you made sure that it was so. I'm not going to do this with y'all. <laughs> not, but I, yeah, it was, um, it was a good time. It was a good time, but it also let me know, like what we do here, y'all is so valuable. So if you haven't listened to the past three seasons, mm-hmm. go back. There's so many like gems and nuggets and this, there's just, there's freedom in our voice. There's freedom. And, and, um, yeah, man, I, that was, that was, that was pretty dope. Y'all, we, we in season four. Oh, four, four for four. <laughs> oh, we are really in four. We are really in season four. So with that being said, do we want to talk a little bit about um, what we are, our theme, I will say for this season. Um, and and so I, do, does somebody else want to say the theme? Y'all want me to say the thing? I can say the thing. Okay. You go ahead. The theme is self-care. And 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 I'll give like my perspective of self-care because I work in the diversity space. I work at a black cultural center. Um, and you know, I think we have seen a lot of destruction and hurt and pain and violence against black bodies. And I also will say, you know, a lot of the work of Black Lives Matter. Um, especially in the higher education space, are falling to a lot of the Black professionals Mm -hmm. um, to specifically do a lot of that work. And I just decided like, nah, we're going to have, it's going to be about Black joy and Black care and Black, you know, coming back. Like we have got to take care of ourselves because if we depend on, on, society or anybody else to do it we go, we're gonna be waiting we're gonna be waiting so we have to you know my, my thought is you know creating a space where we talk about self-care and just it's various facets so that that's what I'm hoping that we do this season mm-hmm. yes it, self-care is a big one um especially when you think about the landscape of higher education um and what it's pulling from us, um, even in the virtual space, and those of us that have went back to our campuses, i.e. me, uh, <laughs> being on campus and uh, 
still in a sense isolated and, you know, and so used to being around students and having students in my office. And that is the opposite of what's going on now. Uh, but then, you know, looking at self-care in terms of what do I want that to look like? You know, I don't want it. I don't want it no longer for me. I don't want it no longer to be just going to a nail tech. It has to be more for me now. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I've committed myself to is massages. So I'm getting a massage every two weeks and they feel amazing. <laughs> yes, every two weeks. Come on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need it, you know? Um, and it, it, it puts me in a space of my whole body feeling good, right? And mm-hmm. not certain aspects of it. And then, you know, for me getting back to video games, a little bit back to watching TV. Now, y'all know I took some time off of social media and that was probably the most, that was the best self-care when Mm -hmm. I was on social media. You know, I was all from like mid-July to to early September, right after my birthday. And it was the best. It was so freeing. Um, I didn't feel the need to have to comment or converse with people. But in that same token, it felt awkward because when I was on social media, it was nothing for people to DM, ask me how I'm doing or uh, check on me or ask me for something, et cetera. But as soon as I got off, no one was calling nothing. So it made me think like, wow, is it just my presence on social media that entices people to check on me? Hmm. You know, because no one was really not saying that I needed that. But it was eye-opening how when I was on social media, I got a lot of check-ins, you know, just randomly. But when I got off, and I even had people tell me, I didn't even know that you were off. (laughs) So it was very interesting space. But nonetheless, it was some great Mm self-care. Yeah, I think think for me, um, self-care really... I don't, I, I kind of go back and forth on this. Cause like, this is definitely like my area, but I'm one that I need to be a better steward of my self-care. I think I, and, and, and I don't know if it's just because of the space that I'm in, but um, sometimes I say yes, without thinking of what are the consequences of my yes. What are the challenges um, that can happen when I'm saying yes to that and saying no to myself, because that's also what happens. Right. And so I think, um, when I, when I hear self-care, I just, for us, particularly as black women and as women of color, like our self-care has to be intersectional. Like it's not just kind of one dimension, but it's all of the ways in which we're kind of showing up in these spaces. And, and, you know, studies have said, you know, people are actually kind of conducting research on what happens during this pandemic. But the truth of the matter is there's been multiple pandemics within the lives of Black folks kind of during this time. And like self-care, really being authentic about like, hey, listen, this, this whole pandemic has really impacted our community. And this whole isolation and not, you know, kind of to echo what Dr. K says, like, you know, not being able to have students within our space. So much of our work is kind of fueled on student interaction and being able to, you know, to connect with them. And I see your face, you know, it's so hard to connect with somebody in this virtual age, but kind of having that removed and kind of changing all of that and also having to show up and engage with students who are also feeling that, but we're trying to 
handle that plus do our own stuff plus handle our own self i'm interested to see kind of not only how we talk about that and how we are kind of conceptualizing that but what does that look like for the folks who want to talk about that you know and finding a community of sisters because that's really what we are in this space to talk about how they practice on ongoing and authentic self-care you know, Audrey Lord has some really, you know, a really good quote in terms of, you know, self-care and, you know, and the fact that it's kind of operating as like political warfare and self-preservation. And it's like, how much do we command that this is something that I've got to take for myself? Like, I think it's so powerful that you, Dr. K was like, you know what? Nails aren't going to do it. I've decided that this is what I need and I want to go doing going forward. And so I think for me, Therapy is one of the things I was like, that's going to be my self-care, darn it. Like, because I, you know, I'd be like, oh, I can't do it yet. Or I'm going to have to. And I'm like, this is what I need to make sure that I'm right. You know, and, and even being clear and intentional about my meditation time. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I mean, I have this rule that I don't do meetings before nine o'clock. Well, because I'm doing meditation and I get pushed back and well, you just don't want to wake up early. No, I am telling you my meditation time is sacred. Right. You don't want me until I have sought out my creator. You don't, you don't want that. You, (laughs) you want me as Cat Williams says to be in tune with your five-star player. Like I need to make sure that that has been clear before I show up in a Zoom meeting with you or an in-person meeting where we all wear a mask. So, yeah. You know, real quick, like the mind shift, the mindset shift for me in terms of the whole, the nail um, scenario is that when it it becomes more of a bill, it's Mm. no self-care to me. That's good. And that's what I started to feel. You know, that going to get my nails done became more of a bill. Um, and even though I'm paying for my massages, it doesn't feel that way. Um, and so that's kind of how I, I, I had to shift my mindset in that. And so as I look forward to other ways of gaining self-care, I don't want it to be a bill. Mm. Um, so, Well, I would just say getting off of social media is self-care. Yes. Right? You know, taking... Like, even if you, if you sit in a room, you know, if you just sit in a space and find your space and it's just quiet, also self-care, telling Mm -hmm. people no self-care, like there are so many ways to practice self-care that don't cost you a thing. Like I'm looking forward to knowing and understanding how people practice self-care. So one of the things um, we had an open house at my center and I brought double Dutch aerobics. It's a, a couple out of Atlanta and they teach you how to, they, they will teach you how to double Dutch in less than a minute. I saw them do it. I wow. saw them do it. But how many, I've never been able to double Dutch, but I'm a good turner. That's, that's what I'm saying. But <laughs> no, you roll, no, you roll. <laughs> I, you know, I, listen, but I think that we have got to normalize ways of self-care that, you know, other people may not understand. And, and the reason I say that is because, you know, one of the things that I have really been thinking about is how Black people derive self-care and joy, right? And how it looks so different from especially if you work at a predominantly white institution you know what they consider fun what others may consider fun may not be fun 
for Black people. And mm-hmm. what I have recognized is that we have our own brand of just creating spaces of joy for ourselves that people do not understand. And so I think that when we talk about self, when I speak about self-care, I'm thinking about all of these different ways where we are just finding our own joy. Mm-hmm. You know, during the Panini, I spent a lot of time doing girl track walks and listening to girl track and just the Black History boot camp learning, you know, reading, you know, like all of these things. Listen, yeah. if you're not on Bookstagram, I, I actually need to step away and just read the book. I have bought so many books. <laughs> Did you say Bookstagram? Yes, there's a whole segment of Bookstagram that's like people who are into books. And I follow mm-hmm. quite a bit of the Black Bookstagrammers and hilarious. Yeah. If that's you're not looking at Jasmine, I'm, I'm looking at that now. It's a term. And I mean, it, and if nothing else, just go to ja- I mean, Jasmine Sullivan stories, Instagram stories is enough self-care for me. Come on now. I'm about to go check that out. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, you know. To speak to uh, what you just said, Black people, we're very innovative. Um, we were creators. Um, our ancestors were creators. And that's a part of who we are. And I wish, you know, that we would tap more into our creative spaces and, you know, bringing the joy, what joy looks like adds to the creative spaces in terms of self-care too. So you're right on with that. I agree. I agree, y'all. Self-care. Hey. I'm excited <laughs> about season four. Yeah. 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 I'm really excited to, you know, the guests that we bring on and with self-care being our theme, I'm excited to hear about what they're doing for self-care because there's always you can pick up from what other people's are, other people are doing that you never thought of to do. Um, and having a commonality that we're Black women uh, working in higher ed adds to that, right? Because that, in a sense, says, oh, well, I can do that too in a space because uh, we kind of in the same field. But listening to the stories, I'm excited. Uh, I think about one of, I can't remember what season it was, but we had an episode that focused on self-care um Dr. Ray Lundy did that one I I believe and just hearing the different ways of how we can navigate self-care and it's not doesn't always have to be a certain thing um that was kind of the first time that I sat and really thought about what I wanted self-care to look like for me not what it looks like for other people but what it looks like for me and how can I navigate that so Mm. season four yeah I'm excited I'm I'm definitely excited and and who knows? I mean, hopefully by, you know, folks listening, they can get some ideas, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, they don't know anything outside of, you know, what they're currently doing. And so just being able to hear insight and it could be, I remember we had one, one conversation about side hustles. It, the side yeah. hustle could literally be your self-care, you know, maybe something that, you know, whether I think I saw an article a long time ago about, actually it was like in the summer they were needing people to watch like a certain amount of horror films and you know it's like hey like maybe that's somebody's self-care maybe like you know being scared getting you know to kind of redirect your focus from what you have to do and something that's kind of like outside of that maybe that can be someone's self-care so I'm just excited to hear ideas and insights from folks too and you know people getting ideas from it yeah this is gonna be dope y'all 
You know, yeah. hey, it's season four. It got to be dope. It's got to be. Say four. Say four. Oh. See, I, 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 I was saying four, but apparently, so it's got to be four. We cut that. I mean, you know what? Be who you are. <laughs> it's four who you are. It's four right. it is. There's There's four, four it is. Yeah. Maybe be I just I thank y'all for the conversation today because actually I miss seeing y'all faces even though we in little boxes I I still miss seeing y'all faces um too. I miss this yeah, yeah. It, it adds to the week um right uh, being able to have these kind of conversations and then going in your work week um and knowing that you can come back at a later time in the week to see at least two other individuals to get it yeah that's remarkable all so right, season- y'all. Well, y'all want to wrap it up for today? Come on, like, you gotta, remind y'all. You got to listen to the show. Yeah. So, but go back and listen to season one, season two, and season three. And also, if there's, if you feel like, hey, I feel like I want to contribute. I feel like I would love to be on the show. Shoot us a line. Let us know. Maybe we could have you on the show. Did I just run? <laughs> I think I might have. You got to oh, say bars God. afterwards. Ah, right. Okay. right. <laughs> you messed that up. Bars. Yeah. Bars. bars on bars. <laughs> but most definitely, definitely so excited to be back in this space. Black Women Voices. We are back. Season four. All right, ladies. Well, we hope that you all will take us, take a listen to us. As Dr. K said, we're excited to be back. We're excited to, so you probably got to tell them how. So if you want to reach out, we'll have all of our um, handles in the show notes um, for you to reach out. And um, we look forward to talking and and having this virtual conversation, if not um, close conversation with you. So thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>